0: Kent Online News.
1: News you can trust. This is the
0: Kent Online Podcast. Ishmael Kawaja. It's Tuesday, the 15th of
2: October. Coming up work to stop flooding in Maidstone. It's a significant piece of civil engineering. We have to do this. If we don't do this, we're at risk of flooding and all sorts of ecological damage we could do.
0: Delays for drivers blamed on Brexit. An awful lot of road repairs have been carried out
3: because of the anticipation of people not being able to get around on various major roads and therefore any repairs that have to be done are being done ahead of the 31st of October. And Banksy
0: artwork could be worth £20 despite being painted over.
3: Oh, it's under the white wall. That's that's not a problem. The white has been put there for one of several reasons. It might be to try and hide it. It might be to protect it from the weather. Kent Online
0: News. First today, a teenager who was stabbed to death in London last week has been named as Clinton Evbota from Dartford. The 18-year-old was killed opposite a nursery in Camberwell on Thursday. An online fundraising page has been set up in his memory. A man accused of murdering his mum at her home in Raynham has failed to appear in court after refusing to leave his prison cell. 55 year old Leslie Spearing was found at the property in Oaksview Terrace last Thursday night. She'd suffered a stab wound. 27 year old Jamie Burnett from Old Road in Chatham is expected to enter a plea in December. The bodies of two suspected migrants, thought to have been trying to cross the English Channel, have been discovered on a beach. The young men were found dead with a small boat nearby in La Touquet in France yesterday morning. So far this year, more than 700 people have arrived in Kent illegally. Almost £2 million worth of work is going to be done to prevent a large part of Maidstone from flooding. Kent Online's been told if the dam at Moat Park failed, 40 acres of land including the park itself and Turkey Mill could end up under 12 feet of water. 300 trees will have to be cut down so the capacity of the dam can be increased. Malcolm Mackay is from Maidstone
2: Borough Council. It's a significant piece of civil engineering and you're absolutely right, we have to do this. If we don't do this we're at risk of flooding and all sorts of ecological damage we could do. We don't even have any option, we have a legal requirement to do this, Um, so Moat park's been in Maidstone's care for a long time and we have a responsibility to look after it and we will exercise that responsibility prudently. Fortunately we have budgeted for this, it's been known since 2014, so it's not out of the blue, it will be done. And just in terms of what the actual plan is so if you were able to, to roughly kind of explain what
1: you know just initial plans what it actually is to be built
2: well i'm not a civil engineer but i mean where we are at the moment is one side of the lake between the boathouse what we call the boathouse and the bridge that most people would enter the lake from and this will all be replaced and raised so this is not hey oh well we just gotta put a couple of extra sandbanks on the top you know this is the consequence of not doing this it's just not worth thinking about really um, so you know you don't 1.9 million 2 million you don't get an awful lot of that um, really <laughs> some people might say okay with well,
1: ramifications are so big why is it taking so long for the council to finally step in and do something like this?
2: Uh, the, the lake is uh, inspected every year and there's a 10 yearly review and when that came up um, recommendations were made so this is we haven't delayed anything. Once the recommendations were made we need to employ consultants to look at what, how exactly the improvements will be executed. And so just finally, obviously, just talking a bit about Moat park itself, of course
1: you have the extraordinary stat, bigger than Hyde Park. So, you know, protecting the interest of, you know, the area surrounding
2: it, the people who live yeah. here, the people who work here is yeah. the number one priority for you guys, isn't it? Absolutely, yes. I mean, 450 acres, that's bigger than Hyde Park, and it's also bigger than Regent's Park. Um, and the, having that responsibility, unfortunately, comes with a cost. We would have preferred not to have spent £1.9 on improving the dam but earlier on this year we saw a much larger dam collapse and we're not in that realm but we have to do what is required of us. The work will start in
0: December and 300 replacement trees will be planted. It's expected to take a year to complete.
1: Kent Online reports.
0: A furniture shop owner from Medway has been found guilty of deliberately causing a gas explosion at his business near Liverpool, which left more than 80 people injured. The blast in the Wirral in March 2017 caused damage to over 60 properties. 57 year old Pascal Blasio from William Street in Raynham has also been convicted of making a fraudulent insurance claim. He's due to be sentenced next Wednesday. A man's been made to withdraw hundreds of pounds from a cash machine in Ashford while being held at knife point. The 50-year-old victim was approached by two men in the early hours of Monday and made to take money out at the BP garage on Brookfield Road. The suspects made off with £300 and are being hunted by police. Unemployment has gone up in Kent for the 14th month in a row. Official figures out today show in September, more than 30,300 people in the county were claiming jobless benefits. That's up by almost 700 on the previous month. Nationally, the number of people in work fell at its sharpest rate in more than four years in the three months to August. Employment across the UK dropped by 56,000 to 32.69 million. Brexit's being blamed for an increase in roadworks around Maidstone, which have been causing long delays for drivers. Some people say journeys, which are usually just 30 minutes, have been taking up to two hours recently. And there are concerns the county town could become gridlocked, with even more repairs due to be carried out in the run up to the October 31st deadline. The Borough Council says it's necessary to prepare for any future traffic disruption after the UK leaves the EU. Steve Cheeseman from the Maystone Green Party has told Phil it's part of a much
4: bigger issue. But the problem we have in Kent is that the public transport is simply insufficient for for what we need, uh, and therefore we have too many cars on the roads, which inadvertently means more roadworks because we need to repair and fix those roads. So the problem starts at council level and it needs to be resolved. So what kind of things can you actually do? Put pressure on the council to kind of encourage more people to, to sort of use public transport, get the roadworks done. What actually can you do? We only have to look sort of 50 miles up the road at London and look at the things they do there. So so, for example, they have rental bicycles, they have better public transport, they have low emission zones, etc. All of those things deter traffic away from our town centres and therefore inspire more people to use other methods of transport. We do none of that in Kent because our council simply aren't up to it. And of course, you know, a few months ago we reported that the county town was actually the worst in Kent for pollution levels. If I could just get your reaction to what, what you kind of thought when you saw that. Uh, well, actually, those uh, those results are sort of inspired by some work that we did a few years back where we did some guerrilla air monitoring uh, and that inspired Mason and Council to move the air monitoring station to Upper Stone Street which is the fifth worst polluted street outside of London. Um, So I'm not really surprised by those results um, but what frustrates me is that no action has been taken since.
1: So just finally your advice to people who are travelling into work and you know they know they're gonna be sitting in
4: in hours and hours of traffic, what would your advice to those people be? So the the problem stems from the fact that we privatised public transport in in most of our town centres in Kent about 10 to 15 years ago uh, and therefore the services have got less and less year on year. Um, We need to reverse that decision Immediately and get publicly funded, publicly owned public transport to therefore improve the service level to the public.
0: Kent Online reports. Hundreds of people opposed to plans for thousands of homes on land near Maidstone have gathered for a meeting as an official action group is set up. We first told you last month how 5,000 homes could be built to the east of Lenham. It's thought the plans will also include three primary schools and one secondary. Save Our Heath, locations say they're being kept in the dark. Meantime, controversial plans for hundreds of homes in Swale have been given the go-ahead. Just over 300 homes are due to be built in the first phase of the development on land along the A2 in Bapchild. Shopping and community facilities are also included, though some people have been concerned about new traffic lights on the main road and a drop-off zone for Lansdowne Primary School. It's thought a Banksy Brexit mural in Dover could be worth up to £20 million, despite being painted over. The now iconic image of the EU flag, with one of the stars being chiselled away, first appeared on the side of a building at the corner of York Street and Townwall Street in 2017. But mystery still surrounds its sudden disappearance in August. Art expert John Brandler from Brandler Galleries in Brentwood has been telling us what he thinks has happened to the piece.
3: Oh, it's under the white wall. That's that's not a problem. The white has been put there for one of several reasons. It might be to try and hide it. It might be to protect it from the weather. Um, But you need to actually protect the mortar that it's on, the surface of the wall, to protect it because there were roots growing behind and there's damage occurring there. But it's definitely still there. It's just been covered over. If you've got a book and you close the book, the the writing doesn't disappear. You can't see it, but the writing doesn't disappear. So it's one of Banksy's probably five or six seminal pieces. It's um, comparable to the piece in Port Talbot, Seasons Greetings. It's comparable to the Monkey Parliament, which has just sold for 10 million pounds. The piece in London obviously selling for so much money has raised the profile and the price of all the other really important pieces. I've heard of other pieces being sold, for, or being, but people are asking in excess of £12 million for them. So this piece is easily worth between 10 and 12, 10 and £20 million. Pounds. Um, obviously, one of the problems with that is it's going to cost a lot of money to clean it, but I understand, they wouldn't tell me who, but I understand from the best wall cleaners that deal with banks is that they've already been approached to give some prices and some estimates on what it would cost to do. So this is a major, major piece. This is a piece that Dover might well have a financial interest in, partly to regenerate the area, like Margate has, has got 130 small independent stores open because of the museum. You could do the same sort of thing in Dover, but also it might actually, it might be that the council have a financial interest in the wall if it turns out to be a party wall and not an end wall. So that's another thing that needs looking into by the locals. And then you've got a, something that will draw 100, 200, visitors a year that come into your town, not just through your town, but into your town. And that's why Margate has got 130 independent stores, because they are, people are going there, looking at the art, and then spending money in the town.
0: You can watch a video report on this story on our website. Work's due to begin in the next couple of weeks on building a new cinema, bars and restaurants in Canterbury. The 115 pounds Riverside development also includes a public square, almost 200 affordable homes and new student flats at the city's former coach park in Kingsmead. You can see a computer-generated image of what it might look like at kentonline.co.uk. People in Kent who've been affected by the loss of a baby are being encouraged to join a wave of light later. Candles are going to be lit at 7 tonight to remember those who were stillborn or died shortly after birth. It marks the end of Baby Loss Awareness Week, which has also seen several buildings in the county lit up pink and blue. And a wild animal park in Kent is hoping to raise enough money so bison can be reintroduced to the wild. The creatures died out in Britain more than 1,000 years ago. The plan is to bring them to a 2,000-acre plot on the outskirts of Herm Bay. Wildwood has been given a 50,000 pound grant for the project but needs to raise 5,000 pounds by next week or faces losing the cash.
1: Kent online sports.
0: Hockey and one of the Holcombe Ladies players has been updating us on their season so far. They're currently fifth in the Premier Division table after a disappointing defeat to Birmingham University at the weekend. Next up is a game against top of the table Surbiton. Who's signing Lorna Cruikshank, joined Nicola on Team Talk on KMTV last night.
5: Firstly, probably not the start to the season that you would have hoped for with
6: Holcomb. How would you sum it up so far? Yeah, it's been a bit frustrating. Um, we've played some really nice hockey and we're just not getting the results that we're looking for or um, think that we deserve based on how we're playing. Um, at the end of the day, it kind of comes down to putting the ball in the back of the net, which is the thing that we're struggling with a bit at the moment. Um what about the weekend's result in particular to the um, University of Birmingham? Yeah, a gutting result, especially to travel all that way <laughs> up to Birmingham and not get any points on the board is um, tricky to take. We had a lot of possession. We were in there D a lot of the game and uh, again just couldn't put the goals away.
5: Is that particularly frustrating for you considering you're, you're a forward aren't you? Yes,
6: <laughs> yes I am a forward, um, Yeah, especially when we look at the results and we're doing okay defensively, we're getting the ball up there and we just can't seem to put it away so yeah for me like personally that's something that I'm definitely looking to improve on as well as the team as a whole.
5: Now you are new to Holcombe, tell us a little bit about your decision to come down here. So I
6: am from Scotland, you might have guessed by the accent, <laughs> um, I went to university in Durham and from there, just didn't really know, I didn't really have a plan, didn't have a job lined up or anything. Thought, give hockey a wee go, um, see where it takes me and got in touch with Lee, our coach and just made the decision to move down here and they've been great at helping me get set up and yeah, just figuring things out still, but it's been great so far. Well, I'm sure you're going to be hoping to get Holcombe
5: further up that table. If we look at the table now, your next match is against Serbiton. It is it? against Serbiton, top, top
6: of the table, a really strong team. Um, The last time the girls played, Serbiton would have been in the final, so obviously that was a tricky loss for them, so they'll definitely be looking to build on that, and yeah, again, always good to play the top of the table. They're the, they're
5: the games you want to play. I mean, I'm sure no games are easy, but obviously I don't know if you were keeping an eye on Holcomb. They did have a very good season last yes. season and would want to emulate that again. Do you think there are the chances of
6: doing that? Definitely. It's still early doors. Um, we've had some really good games so far. The competition has been great. Um, but yeah, a lot of the games could go either way. So just got to keep working, keep working and training, keep taking um, things from the games and um, bringing, yeah making improvements
5: and what about you personally as a player how do you want to to build on
6: when you're here at Holcombe what are the sort of things that you want to be learning I guess so primarily for me I've never played premier division before so and um, that's been a big step up for me um, and just playing against all these great players is just going to improve you and improve you um, specifically as a forward I used to play a bit more uh, further back in the pitch so yeah looking to get those goal scoring opportunities and scoring some goals for the team and you play for scotland as well i do yes so you're going to be combining that are you when you're playing for holcomb yeah so we kind of got a part-time program with scotland um, although we've got our uh, online diaries and our gym programs and running and stuff to fill in so yeah just trying to Combine the two and get better, basically.
0: That's it for now, but don't forget, you can go to kentonline.co.uk for more news throughout the day. News
1: you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.